1: love first christian center it's time for dr jomo cousins on fresh wind radio the person teaches they
2: call that person the angel of the house just for your biblical knowledge these are the words of amen oh this blessed my life these are the words of amen these are the words so jesus is calling himself the great amen pastor what does that mean he says
1: i am the end of your prayer
2: message part three knock knock anybody knock on your door that you knock on your door before and you weren't ready for (laughs) you you have to be ready and nothing worse than someone knocking on your door and your house is a wreck praise God but uh today today I I want to talk about your you know being your house your spiritual house being in place the the main topic was are you in the book and I'm referencing the book of life are you in the book uh, with the names that Jesus has, uh, has named for those who will be with him uh, in glory forever? Are you in the book? This is the book, praise God, that you want to make sure that you are a part of. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, are you in the book? Come on, look at your other neighbor say, neighbor, are you in the book? Oh, glory to God, you need to be in this book. This is the book that you want to be in. Praise God. I I was reading, praise God, and, and they were saying the biggest struggle of the church in America is not persecution. It's prosperity. Because oftentimes when we have all our needs met, we forget about him. So we get so in touch with the blessing, we forget the blesser. And, and if you're not careful, you'll be so focused on your 401k and your plans and your legacy and all these other things, and you can get, get cold to Christ. We, we got to make sure, my brothers and sisters, that uh, we focus on him in regardless of where we are. Today, we're talking about a church in La Sedea. And this church was a wealthy church and uh, they were trying to transport water from one place to another to a hot spring and the water got stuck and the water became stale. And it's speaking of, uh, praise God, we'd rather you be hot or cold. Now, some of you like sweet tea. Raise your hand if you like some sweet tea. To God be the glory. Uh, yes, we're in the South. Y'all love some sweet tea. I didn't know about sweet tea because I came from, when I was in Maryland, I didn't know about sweet tea. Came down here and said, you don't drink sweet tea? I said, no, I don't drink sweet tea. But all of a sudden, I tasted that sweet tea. I said, well, I guess I drink sweet tea now. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> uh, I, I grew up, my mother would make hot tea. So so then I realized you could have cold tea and hot tea, they both be good, amen. And then then, then you could have everyone like that, hot coffee. But now they got iced coffee. Yeah, so you like hot. And, and, and also, praise God, I love hot chocolate, glory to God. Uh, in Jamaica, they call it Milo. But I'm not talking about that right now. But you have hot chocolate, to God be the glory. Some of y'all island folk, anybody know about some Milo? Glory to God. And some, and, and some condensed milk. You put the cut. Cond- anyway, let me stop, let me- It's hot chocolate with a little extra. (sighs) But what the Bible is speaking about, hot and cold, they're both good. But lukewarm don't work. When I I was with the Arizona Cardinals uh, in our locker room, we had a huge hot tub. And in the middle of a hot tub was like a little area where they had newspapers. So you get in the hot tub and you read your newspaper while you stand in the hot tub. But then they also had a, a freezing tub. And you went there when your body was really beat up and they put you in a cold tub because the cold tub refreshes you and the hot tub stimulates your muscles. So they both are good and you need both of them. So in your life, praise God, God is saying that he'd rather you be a person who refreshes and a person who heals, but don't be in between. Look at your neighbor and say, what are you? Oh glory it's going to be one of them days Revelation chapter 3 Revelation chapter 3 says this and to the angel, the messenger, the assembly, the church in Laodicea. Now, uh, the Bible speaks of angel of the house. It could be the pastor, the elder, the leader, the person who teaches. They call that person the angel of the house, just for your biblical knowledge. These are the words of amen. Oh, this bless my life. These are the words of amen. These are the words. So Jesus is calling himself the great amen. Pastor, what does that mean? He says, I am the end of your prayer." I am the one that makes your prayer happen. Uh, my word is the final third. It says, I am the amen. So let me tell you, brothers and sisters, I know the judge may have said something to you. The lawyer may have gave you a report. The doctor may have said something. But God is the amen. Says, I am the author and the finisher. I am the amen. So whatever I say, it shall be. I am the amen. I like that. He says, these are the words of the amen, addressing him, his character, the trustworthy and faithful, true witness. John 14, 6, and he is the way, the truth, and the life. Then he says, the true witness. Who knows everything about you before you're formed? Nothing but God, because he has been there the whole time. He never sleeps nor slumbers. He is always on. He is the true witness. He knows all your dirt. He know when you used to sneak through windows. Jump out the doors. He's the true witness. He got it all. He knows everything about you. He is the origin, the beginning. John 1, once says, in the beginning was the word, and the word is with God. The word was God. Then John 1, 26 says, let us make man in our image. So he is the origin. Verse 15 says, I love this. I know your record. Look straight ahead right now. I know your record. Another translation says, I know your deeds. And, and, and this is not a negative per se. When he's speaking of this, he's speaking of, and, and the, the reference is when he says, I'm a true witness, what he is trying to say is, he says, you have lost your witness. Your testimony has become lukewarm. When's the last time you shared the word of God with somebody? Are you Luke? I know your record of works and what you're doing. You are neither cold nor hot. I got a question for you. If people are in a room cussing and you step in, do they keep cussing? No, 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 no. (laughs) If they keep cussing, you have no influence. You don't matter. You dumb bleep 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 bleep. And you walk in the room and they keep on saying bleep, 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 bleep. That means they don't see, there's no presence of God in you that makes a person think about what they say. And as you grow in him, and you step in the room, people start changing. Because see, an angel of God stepped in the room. And they know the conversation they were just having. Oh, shh, shh, shh. Here he come. Here come preacher boy. Here come bishop. I'm cool with that. Because see, I'm not made to be lukewarm. I'm supposed to be hot or cold. Because I don't want God to spit me out. Where are you in your faith, walk when, 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 when people come around you? Uh, you know, people say, well, oh, you know, I, I had a guy. He used to work, uh, work with me, and uh, he got some money from the ATM. He got too much money. And he said, uh, it was like $500 that the ATM gave him. And he says, I was going to go spend it, but I thought about you, Joe Mo, and I took it back. I said, I said, I ain't your boss. We just friends. He said, no, but I couldn't explain myself to you. See, you should be an impact in a person's life. When they think about doing wrong, they think about you. If not, you are lukewarm. People should get around you and change their radio. He says, I I I want you hot or I want you cold. I I know your deeds. Listen to me. Indecision is a decision. Indecision is a decision. I was at a, a basketball tournament yesterday and I got a call. I'm watching my son, got a call with a counselor, a brother from uh, uh, my former life. He said, Joe, i call you because everyone in this town knows me. But I know you don't know all the details of my situation, so I could just talk to you and you could just bust me in the head. I said, Well, that's what I'm here for. And I gave it to him said, Man, how do you know? says, God, man. Now, what you do with the information is on you. But I'm not going to be lukewarm. I'm going to tell you exactly what it is because, see, I have a limited amount of time. And I have no time to waste. So I'm going to give you truth and I'm going to walk away from you. Now, what you do with your truth is on you. But I'm going to tell tell you what the truth is and let you deal
1: with it. Praise the Lord. You're listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Dr. Cousins will be back in just a moment with more fresh perspective from God's never-changing word. And now, let's get back to the Word.
2: Jesus, Jesus, I know your record of works and what you're doing. You're neither hot nor cold. What would you, uh, would you, what would that, you were cold nor hot. All right, what's next slide, next slide. Am I going to John now? Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Look at this. So because you are lukewarm, neither hot or cold, I will spew you out of my mouth. God is saying, you make me throw up. That's bad, y'all. You make me vomit. Now, I don't know a worse statement to a person. Just, just looking at you make me want to vomit. <laughs> Dang, that's kind of critical right there. that. That's, Oh, Jesus. I don't know about y'all. I th- Next slide. Look, look what it says. Jesus answered him, I assure you, most solemnly, I tell you that unless a person is born again, anew, from above, he cannot ever see, know, be acquainted with, and experience. So he said, Look, to get out of lukewarm, you got to get renewed. You got to be transformed. Praise God, because see, the old you won't work. As the Bible says, Old things passed away. Behold, all things are new. You got to be renewed. Glory to God. I have a question for you. And these are three things you need to ask yourself as a believer. Three things you need to ask yourself, okay? Number one, number one, number one. Do I provide spiritual refreshment to believers and unbelievers? Do you provide spiritual refreshment to believers and unbelievers? Okay. Okay. There it is on the screen for you. Praise the Lord. Thank you for technology. First question. Do I provide spiritual refreshment to believers and unbelievers? Number two. Am I known for bringing others encouragement, joy, and hope? This is good. Now, let me help you. Before you go down this road of asking people this question, make sure you're ready for an answer. Don't, don't, don't ask this question if you're not ready to be asked this question. Amen. I asked my wife not too long ago. I said, you know, she, you know, she, we were trying, I was trying to work on me. And uh, I said, you know, babe, can you give me a grade on how I'm doing in this area? Uh, Pastor, Pastor Charmaine, Dr. Charmaine, Prophetess Charmaine, she, she, she she gave me a C minus, brother. She gave me a C minus. You hear me? A C minus, a C minus. And I said, well, I received Cause see, my flesh wanted to say, I can't believe I don't put twenty some years in. there. I got a C minus. To God be the glory. By the time I die, I might be at B minus. But I said, I said, you know what? I said I receive. I said because in most countries a C is passing. Glory to God. I'm gonna take my C and keep it moving. And I look. I ain't look. I said I'm not asking another question until at least I get a progress report. I'm not gonna ask for a grade no more. No more grades. Just give me a progress report. Amen. <laughs> but <laughs> I. I was willing to receive truth. Don't ask a question if you don't want to know the truth. And I said, okay, I want want my marriage to be better. So I'm going to ask, I'm going to set some guidelines. I'm going to ask, how am I doing? And I'm going to receive it because I want to be better. Because see, I don't want to get like the Lysidian church, whereas they got comfortable. Number one, do I provide spiritual refreshment to believers and unbelievers? Number two. Am I known for bringing others encouragement, joy, and hope? Be honest. Now, tell everybody before you do this, I'm going on a 90-day sabbatical of being mean, nasty, and rude. Now, after this, I want you to give me a grade on how I'm doing because right now, the grade you may not like, and it may discourage you. Three. Three. Do I bring healing by challenging the careless, correcting the erring, and rousing the indifferent? Are you an agent of change, man? Or are you just flowing? The Bible calls us the salt of the earth. The Bible calls us the light of the world. That means we're supposed to put a light on stuff. Salt means we're supposed to add flavor to it. If it's stale, we are the flavor. Amen? Praise God. Remember this lukewarm can't change anything. See, if you put hot water, it would change the temperature. Cold water, but lukewarm does nothing. So you have to ask yourself, brothers and sisters, in the church of the living God, what are you doing? Are you providing refreshment or are you providing healing? But you can't do nothing. Who are you encouraging? Who are you building up? Who are you, who are, who are you praying for? Who are you extolling? Who, who are you admonishing? Who are you lifting up? Verse 17 says, because you say I am rich and have prospered. Now, look what he says. This is what God is saying. You say I'm rich and I've prospered. I've grown wealthy and I'm in need of nothing. And you don't realize and understand that you are wretched, pitiable, poor, and blind and naked. Because, see, that money thing will trick you. You would start thinking it's you. Oh, yeah, it's me. I'm smart. Mm-hmm. Till God take it away. And then you have to recalibrate who he is. Yes, Jesus, I had to go through that season of thinking it was all me. And God had to humble my butt. Amen. I received. Glory to God. Look, says, Therefore, I counsel you. Okay, here's my advice. Purchase for me gold. Not the world's gold, but my gold. Now, how does God qualify you as gold? Oh, this is gold. How does God qualify me as gold? How does God qualify me as gold? Well, the goldsmith will take a piece of, of, of raw material and he will put it in the fire, the refiner's fire, and they say that the, 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 the goldsmith will keep uh, the metal in the fire and he will periodically take it out the fire and he won't know it's done until he can look at it and see his reflection so guess what God's gonna keep your butt in the fire until he sees himself in you and until he sees himself in you you gonna stay in the fire so it's getting hot in here yes it will until God sees himself in you so God will allow what he has allowed for you to come to the place of being more like him. God will not protect you from what was intended to perfect you. God will not protect you. But Lord, why this happen to me? Because you got to grow. James chapter 1 says, Count it all joy when you fall in various trials and testing. For the testing of your faith produces patience. And let patience have its perfect work that you might be complete and perfect and lacking nothing. On on Monday, on Monday, we flew out to Duke for my daughter and uh, came back Thursday Tuesday night and flew out again the following day to Atlanta for my son. So while, while we're at uh, Duke for my daughter, I said, we might as well look at Duke University. While we're here, I brought the whole family. So Jomo said, well, Daddy, since we're at Duke, Let's find Coach K. I said, okay, well, this, this is a pretty, you know, this is a lot for you, Jomo. You don't say crazy stuff like this. He said, "Dad, let's find Coach K. I said, okay, initiative. Okay, let's find
1: Coach K then, son.
2: I said, that's how so I put my Google thing on. And Google said, well, Camden Indoor Facilities right here. So we walked because, you know, we couldn't park nowhere, and my, my wife, so we walked through the church and then we went and so we found the building. I said, okay, there it is, Jay. I mean we I don't know how long we walked, but we walked. So we walked there and we got there. I said, okay, well, that's the that's the building, Jay. I don't hear any basketball. So Daddy she said, No, Daddy, I hear basketball. Du-duh, 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 du-duh. You know, like a heartbeat, y'all. Du-duh, du-duh, du-duh. I said, okay, son, let's 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 follow the so, so now we're following the sound. Du-duh, du-duh, du-duh. Walk by faith, not by du-duh, 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 du-duh. Here it is, Daddy. It's right behind the wall. I said, son, I, 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 every door has a, a cold. We, I said, okay. So we went upstairs. So now we're the coach office. And I said, son, walk like you've been here before. Don't, don't look, don't look, just walk. We're a new recruit. We're a new recruit. Just walk straight. Act like you know where you're going. We don't know nowhere gonna know where we go. We're just walking fast. Act like you know it. Went to, the, went to the athlete study hall, went here, went to the camp. I said, I said, okay, so I said, we might need to about here, Jomo. So we went downstairs, and he kept hearing the voice, doo-doo, 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 the sound. So we went to the other side. Then it was the, uh, the, the Basketball Hall of Fame for Duke. And then we went upstairs, and then we finally, uh, we, we got close. So then I saw a food spread. I said, That's an athlete spread. I know that spread. I've been here before. They got the cookies and the, and the hoagie and all that stuff because they make sure you have a lot of protein. So I said, I said That's it, Jay. We're close. So this heathen boy, my child, my child, my child, he said, Oh, daddy, they got chocolate chip cookies. So the boy started walking. I said, I said, so, so, so he got about, about two steps away. I said, No. You know, you can't yell because you can't yell because you're trying to be quiet. Just, no, don't do it. And the lady came out and said, Can I help you? I said, See, I. Uh, <laughs> Now, Holy Spirit came and tell me. Holy Holy Spirit gave me a word this morning for you. Stop letting that cookie get you off course. (laughs) Whatever that cookie is for you. (laughs) Everybody got a different kind of, don't let that cookie. Lord, I said, this boy done ruined it for all of us. So, (laughs) the room is here. He see the cookie and goes straight towards the cookie. And it's, I said, I, 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 you know, that, that quiet note, no. Oh. So he went like this. And the lady said, can I help you? He said, yeah, I'm just stretching. <laughs> oh. I said, boy, this, I said, oh, man. So we went outside the room, and then we saw the court. It's the second floor, they eat, and you can look down and watch. So watch, I said, there's no, there's no, um, there's no like, college players there. There was a bunch of. They're players, but they're not the, the team. Okay, so I said, no, don't worry. I said, Jay, you know, the lady, so then the lady came. She's like, you know, the the, the players are about to uh, finish practice. They're coming up here for lunch. Jamal says, <laughs> I said, Jay, I think, I think, I think we we pushed our limit. I mean, I saw I saw two cameras before we came in the door. <laughs> I, I think I think we might be good a little fire.
1: there, I got it.
2: I said, I'm going downstairs. <laughs> if you stay up here, you have my cell phone, <laughs> but I ain't going downstairs. So Jomo hangs out the door. He meets the point guard. He meets Grace and Allen. He meets this guy. He's taking selfies. Hey, let's take a selfie. Shh, shh. Then Coach K comes out. Hey, Coach. Jomo shakes his head, has a conversation. I sit, and then Jomo's like. <laughs>